Hey there, Rebels. It's Tamara again, your curious, very caffeinated host on a quest to uncover the mysteries of life, the universe, and everything in between. All right, well, maybe not everything, but definitely the juicy bits that make us tick. You know, there's nothing like a good cup of coffee to get those curiosity engines revving. Don't you feel that way? And you know what goes perfectly well with coffee? Cocoa Whip. I swear it's like the secret sauce to creativity, but that's for another time. I'm not, that's a tangent. Now that we've got our caffeine fix, at least I do, let's dive into what this podcast is going to be all about moving forward. As you may know, this is a relaunch, a reinvention, a reimagination, basically anything with a re in front of it. I took a pause and I had to extract myself away from this gravitational pull of conformity. I'll talk more about that in a minute. In fact, a lot more about that. I needed to determine what frontier I wanted to conquer next with my podcast and life, really. I needed to think about what value to my audience, to you, what that looked like moving forward. I think given the changes we've all experienced, the the world is a very different place today. and. Yeah, so let me give you some context. So I proudly wave the Rebel Thinker Society flag. And since you're here listening, you probably do too. You'll always find me diving headfirst into these rabbit holes on YouTube and TikTok and devouring books and audiobooks and unearthing these obscure corners of the internet, all in pursuit of a singular question. Why do we settle for the norm when we could be leading the change? Like, why do we allow ourselves to be average when we could be so great? And what are the beliefs and actions of those that actually break free? I can be a little obsessed. If you look at my search history, well, it's a testament to my obsession with uncovering this truth behind self-sabotage on a path to impact. So brace yourself because I'm that person who interrupts every conversation to share the latest nugget of wisdom that I stumbled upon. It's kind of annoying for people, but I can't help myself. And to me, it's not just about growth. It's about making waves, about leaving a mark, about being that voice that refuses to be silenced. I'm just, I'm fascinated by human behavior, how we change, why we resist change, even when it's the right thing to do, how we equip ourselves to overcome adversity or just evolve with the times that we're in, why we believe what we believe and act the way we act. It's all so fascinating to me. But here's the kicker. I'm also a 25 plus year entrepreneur, best-selling author, and an innovator. I've built multi-million dollar businesses, grown them for others, launched a few of my own, had a lot of successes, and my fair share of failures. So naturally, I find myself in the midst of this wild, chaotic world where brain collides with business and creativity mingles with chaos, where human behavior and our habits and mindsets connect. And that's what we're going to do. And just to get to know me, I should mention that I'm a CrossFit addict. Yes, I drank the Kool-Aid. So I've been doing it for about 10 years now with a a few breaks in between for other things. And I'm actually just now back on the path. I feel kind of like a second time beginner. It's kind of humbling and kind of cool. So I'm a 5 a.m. class person all the way. Every chance I get, I wake up at 4 a.m. to try to make it. 
I have two teenage boys. So one who just started college and one who's in high school. And I like to think that I have strong time management skills, but I struggle to get it all done. I'm pretty good at prioritizing, but there's still unchecked boxes at the end of the day. I'm also a miserable sleeper, so I've definitely adopted the afternoon nap. Any power nappers out there? Freaking love my power nap. I used to think, by the way, that power napping was a total waste of time, like how unproductive of me. But if I nap for just a little bit during the day, I get so much more done. I'm more innovative, more productive. Oh, that's great. Otherwise, I spend the rest of the day like a zombie. I've been told that I have an obsessive personality. So I'm either all in or I'm all out and there's really not much in between. And I think when people say that to me, they're not actually saying that as a compliment, but I'm going to take it as one because you know what? Fuck them and their mediocre lacking in passion life. I hope they find their passion. I actually hope that this podcast or my IQE Innovator Assessment or Serenity Styles t-shirts, I hope they help them. But until then, the judgment box for tomorrow is closed. You can keep your opinions about that to yourself. And hey, at least my obsessions are healthy. So by the way, kudos to you if you're that type of person that is super passionate and all in. We need more of you in the world. Actually, I think what I should say is we need more of us to break free from comfort and unleash our passions, which is kind of what we're going to get into. Also, as you can probably tell, I have a little bit of shiny ball syndrome. I tend to veer off my own rails occasionally. Even when I write out what I want to talk about, I script this out because I want to make sure to get all the key points in and everything I want to talk about. And I still can't help myself when I go off the rails. So welcome to my world where we will dive headfirst into the intriguing intersection of neuroscience, entrepreneurship, innovation, mental mastery, and the nitty gritty real world stuff that often gets swept under the rug. I know it's been a while, but I'm back to stir the pot, to challenge the norms, to have some uncomfortable conversations, and hopefully do it with a little levity and fun and joy in the process too. So welcome to this episode, the first of hopefully many to come of Coffee with Tamara, titled Back from the Brink, Defying Convention with Discomfort. So let's get real and let's talk about comfort. Oh, comfort. It's the siren song we've all fallen prey to at some point. It lulls us into complacency, promising safety while suffocating our potential. You know it. I know it. We all know it. So why the hell do we keep letting it win? I think we've been sold a bill of goods, my friends. The lure of the comfort zone with its warm and fuzzy promises of security has led us down a path of mediocrity. It's time to call it out for what it is, a seductive lie. It's a quick hit. That safety and ease, it feels good for a hot moment, but then regret and desire take hold. And that lasts a lifetime. But here's the thing, discomfort. This is the antidote. This is where the magic happens. It's where growth takes root where innovation sprouts and resilience thrives. It's the gritty, unglamorous battleground of progress. And we've got to get used to armoring up and stepping onto that battleground every single day. We've been conditioned to fear discomfort, to avoid it at all costs. Now you might be saying, not me, Tamara. I lean in, I speak up, I do my own thing. And if that's you, 
amazing. Maybe you'll be a guest on my podcast. But think about it for a moment. How many times have you avoided that uncomfortable disagreement or conversation or avoided that new experience because of the unknown of it all? How many times have you agreed with someone just to get along with it because it's not worth the fight or agreed with everybody at work because that's what everybody was saying? That's where the sentiment was going just to be a part of the group, to fit in. Or how many times have you done something that wasn't in alignment with who you are as a person? We all have. I know I have. And I know it's a constant battle to make sure that I don't. We're humans, right? Sometimes we want to just fit in. But that fear is what's causing that. But what if I told you that fear is a signpost pointing directly at where you need to go? What if I told you the very thing you're most afraid of holds the key to your liberation? Here's the funny thing about fear. You can't overcome it. You can't be fearless. So don't put that pressure on yourself. I think oftentimes we think about like the people who leap forward and take those big risks that pay off or go for something bold in their life. We often think of them as fearless. And then we get mad at ourselves for being full of fear and not being able to be fearless and eliminate it because we think that's what we need to move forward. But that's not actually how it works. Fear is hardwired into us. And those people aren't fearless. They're just navigating and pushing through it anyway, often harnessing it to be innovative and to be bold. Fear, like I said, it's a beautiful part of the human design and it's necessary. It's what helps us respond to a real threat. It moves us into action fast when someone's you know, jumping out of an alleyway at us. But fear also keeps us in place, especially I think in the modern times that we're in. So like I said before, it's kind of this bodyguard of comfort. So pull back the curtain for a second. When I decided to pause the podcast and come back to it, I was riddled with fear. So we've had good success on the podcast. We were a top 10%, I think, in terms of listens and downloads. But I really wanted to get it up to the top five, the top 1%. That's where the impact and the payoff really happens. And that's when you know, right, you've got something that spreads like wildfire through. And I felt like we had hit a ceiling more, to, more than once, right? We kept hitting the same ceiling. But I was riddled with fear about it. I mean, what if I lose all my listeners? Even worse, in my mind, what if no one notices? Because nobody cares. The podcast wasn't that good anyway. So that fear, and it was very real for me, not only drove the pause, but here's the real truth. It kept this podcast paused longer than it should have been. I should have come back sooner. And I can see that now. You know, it was this fear of what's next, fear of the new format, fear of the work I was going to have to put into it if I wanted to do something really bold and not just go comfortable and go back to what I'd always done with a podcast. Fear of people not coming back or listening in. By the way, so grateful you're here. And for me, a big fear was what if I wasted my time on something that didn't produce value or results. Oh man, that was huge, huge for me. So that fear kept the idea in the back of my mind, right? It just kept turning around this fear, kept turning around every day. I would think about it a little bit, even when I didn't mean to. It kept me thinking about this podcast. So when that happens and the negative voice in my head won't shut up, I know it means I need to do something about it. I know that. And that's probably true for you too. Like the louder that voice is, probably the more truth there is that you need to pursue whatever that thing is. And the more I thought about it and the more I dug into how I wanted to move forward, 
the louder that fear voice got. It just was like yelling at me at certain points. Now, I didn't fearlessly overcome this to get to today, the first podcast episode back, but I did push through it because I knew that that fear was a signpost. I knew it was calling me in that direction for doing this thing that I wanted to do in the way I wanted to do it. And I knew that the louder the voice got, the more cred there was behind it. I know that sounds counterintuitive, but it really is true. But fear points the way and you've got to be the one to take the steps forward. Now, here's the thing, moving or pushing through fear won't guarantee success, but you'll never know unless you try. I have no guarantee that Coffee with Tomorrow podcast or the overly caffeinated members only site that goes with it, which I'll talk more about later, will be the hit that I want it to, but I'll never know unless I try. So I'm trying. So now that we've talked about fear, let's talk about the other side of the coin, which is risk too, because it goes hand in hand with fear. We dread it, but risk is the currency of rebels of innovators, of those who refuse to be held captive by the status quo. So it's time to trade in your fear for audacity and start making discomfort your playground, a playground that you want to go to. So I'm not here to spin you fairy tales. That's not the kind of person I am. If you know me, you know I'm kind of a free spirit wrapped up in a type A personality. So I'm about big picture, but I want things to be tangible and real. Like, what do I really do about it? I tend to not wear rose-colored glasses. I tend to be very real about things. To me, there's a lot of power and a lot of confidence in tackling things for what they really are, as opposed to trying to spin them. And I'm very optimistic, but I think my optimism comes from knowing I can figure stuff out. That's really where my confidence comes from too. It's not about knowing the answer. It's not about spinning everything to make it positive, but it's like, here's the shit that we're in. This is it. So now knowing this, how do we move forward? I think the mistake we often make and the reason we get stuck is because we refuse to deal with the reality of what's right in front of us. But that doesn't shut us down. I think that actually fuels us forward. So risk. We got to make it and that discomfort, we got to make them our playground. And I don't want to spin those fairy tales. This is about real life, raw experiences, and the undeniable power of discomfort. So think about the people you admire, the rebels who have stared comfort in the face and said, not today. The amazing individuals I've lined up for interviews are those people, and I can't wait to share them with you. But until then, for a moment, think about the people that you admire. Think about the innovators who have disrupted industries. They were just everyday people like you and me, but they didn't cozy up to their familiar. They took a sledgehammer to comfort zone and built something extraordinary in its place. Think about Mike Dubin, the founder of Dollar Shave Club who disrupted a billion dollar industry and brand by introducing a subscription base for a basic razor. Or Sarah Blakely, who spent, I think it was two or three years getting rejected before you and I even knew about Spanx, which created a whole new category in women's wear, wear, totally changed the industry and created a bunch of imitators in her path. Or Johnny Cupcakes, who has a cult-like following of his t-shirts. Go check him out, what he's done totally different than retail. And this isn't just about entrepreneurship. This is a podcast about impact. One of my favorite all-time people is Chris Nickick. And I'm sorry if I'm not saying your name right, Chris. I hope you'll be on this podcast one day and you can correct me. I follow you on Instagram. He's the first person with Down syndrome to not just do an Ironman, but finish the Ironman. Whoa! 
what? Think about that for a second. That's amazing. I've tried twice now, by the way, and failed those stories for another time. But this guy is so inspiring. It has this whole like 1% better philosophy and movement. Go find him on Instagram. You'll be so inspired because he does it a little bit different. And he dared to do something that people told him he couldn't do. Love the guy. Or what about the author of the most popular books in history, the Harry Potter series? J.K. Rowling and her books changed people's lives for generations. It's about personal growth. It's about fulfillment. It's about purpose, impact. It's about standing out. So for me personally, uh, if I were being totally real, I'd say, here's the truth. There's nothing worse than conformity for me. I've always, always had a problem with it and probably rebelled even when I didn't need to. Like I was that kid in school that refused to draw inside the lines, not because I couldn't, but because someone told me to. In fact, I think it was fourth grade. I got detention once for not writing my name on the top right-hand corner of the test sheet. So back in the day, right, they'd pass out the test sheets. We all were supposed to write our name in the top right-hand corner. That was the rule. But I would put it in the left because I thought it was stupid that you had to do it in the right. Because they gave you an F, I think, if you didn't put it in the right for your name. My name was there. Why was that rule? I thought it was stupid. I got detention. And I was the most annoying employee because I was always challenging how things were done. Even when they worked, I wanted to challenge it. So for me personally, like in my heart and in my soul, the last thing I want to do is blend in or go unnoticed. To me, that's, I don't know, or even worse, just add to the noise. Ugh, horrible. Do you feel that way too? And maybe that's why when I thought about this podcast and how I wanted to do it, I wanted to do it a little differently. Like I want to interview people about that raw deal and have those conversations unfiltered, unfiltered and not just have people who have a book out, but people who I've just experienced in my world, making an impact and doing amazing things that can inspire us all. But also I want to interview them in places that they love and inspire them. And so like, you'll see some of the first episodes coming out. I'm interviewing someone who's pursuing her dream of being stand-up comedy, a one-woman show. She's amazing. She comes from a sales world, by the way. She was a business speaker before. She built an entire comedy club in the basement of her house to help fulfill her dream. So I'm going to interview her in that comedy club. I have another woman who's this incredible entrepreneur and out doing all these amazing things, this great connector in the world. And I'm going to interview her at a CrossFit gym because that's her happy place. So, and actually, by the way, if you can see the video of this, if you're on our overly caffeinated membership site, you'll see kind of clips of this. I'm actually out at the ranch. So I live a lot of my time in Denver in the city and then part of my time out on a cattle ranch um, out in New Mexico. And I'm out here outside filming this. You might be able to hear the wind. I've got my five dogs around me because anytime there's dogs, I'm in my happy place. So I wanted to like bring that realness and that level of comfort to the conversations that you only get by just being together in a place. I can't always do it because sometimes schedules and distance doesn't allow, but that's what you're going to find on this podcast. Aside from the conversations, like even the location, hopefully is going to make it stand out a little bit different. And like I said, I just, I don't want to add to the noise. I don't want to blend in. And I think most of us don't. Do you feel that way too? And I don't know, maybe it's my ego talking, but I actually think it's healthy to want to break free from the crowd. I think it's actually human nature to hold both, to want to fit in, right? We're tribal, but also to stand out. I think we actually seek both, but sometimes we get unbalanced and we spend too much time standing out and like rejecting everybody and everything. And I don't know that that's healthy either. Maybe we'll dig into that in a different podcast. 
or we spend too much time fitting in and then we don't have our own voice and our own ideas and our own thinking or just like you know going with the flow and i think a healthy dose of both healthy dose of both is really important and that's what i want but standing out matters finding our place in this world matters like celeste barber i don't know if you follow her another one on instagram who was the first person to take all the ridiculous model and hot chick social media videos and posts and show it in the real world and this kind of like ridiculous what it is for her posts are hysterical because it'll first show the model like i don't know wearing something absolutely scandalous and ridiculous and then she shows up as like a real human doing it it's just it's so brilliant what she does so while everybody else was putting the filters on and being their best self she took them off she took the filters off and was like this is real world baby and then added a dose of comedy to it or the person i recently found who i love her work is Cody Sanchez. So she's an investor. So while everyone else is all about being an influencer and a travel blogger and, you know, all this kind of gig life, she was out there buying what she calls boring businesses. She talks a lot about laundromats, um, ice vending machines, right? And she's making millions doing it. But her voice, her whole thing is the opposite of what everybody else is doing. And she's crushing it. She found her place, right? Her pond. It's a big one too, by the way. So I admire people who are willing to be different by being themselves. And I hope we can all find our place in the world. I hope we find value through difference. I hope this podcast and our conversations here and the topics that we dig into help you do that. So I think, by the way, also, before I go on, I think fulfillment, whatever that is to you, isn't found in it's like a sofa. It isn't found in the cushions of your comfort zone. It's waiting for you in the uncharted territory of discomfort where you'll discover strengths you never knew you had. To me, nothing feeds confidence like those little wins that you get along the way and you're like, I didn't know I was capable of that. It's the best feeling ever. And we all have that ability to find those moments and find that confidence. We just have to go out and do it. So here's your challenge, Rebels. Embrace discomfort. Lean into it like your life depended on it. Because in many ways, it does. Reject the conventional narrative that comfort is your friend. Reject it. It's not your friend. Remember, it's that seductive lie. It's that quick hit. So it's time to make discomfort your ally, what you're going for. So thank you for joining me on this unfiltered journey and for the relaunch of the podcast and as we move forward. And hey, do me a favor, share this episode with a friend so that we can all go on this journey together. Give it to someone that needs a nudge or is stuck. We've got great deep dives and great interviews coming. I'm really excited for it. And yes, I will put a picture of my five dogs on the overly caffeinated member place. And I hope you'll share, by the way. So part of that membership site isn't just behind the scenes and bonuses. You get to have a voice and you get to post. So it's, it's a community. So do me a favor, post the place that makes you happy, where you feel in the zone, where you feel creative juices flowing. It's so I love seeing those. I think it inspires us all. So I'm going to post a picture of me out on the ranch with the dogs on there. So like I said, share this. Let's get more people. The more we get, the bigger of a swell we create. We become the rising tide that lifts all boat. And go to my website and check out the overly caffeinated community. Show your support of the work we're doing here and get a bunch of behind the scenes content and bonuses. And like I said, join in on the conversation. There's a lot that's going to be happening over there starting very quickly. Until next time, stay uncomfortable, stay rebellious, 
and keep defying the status quo. Tamara out. <laughs>